0: Everybody. Welcome to BO Boy Special Emergency Podcast for Thursday, December 3rd. Fuck it. We're doing it live. It's a raw feed. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And this is. We always say there's it's a game changer. We always say things will never be the same. We always say seismic shift. Well, guess what? We're saying it again.
1: This is it, though. This, this is, is the one. This, this is, is the, the day one. it all changed.
0: Yes, people will look back at this. They will look back at this episode. They will look back at us on the front lines. They will look back in anger if you're theatrical, in celebration
1: if you're a consumer. For now, if you're a consumer.
0: Well, I mean, we'll I, get I, into I think that. there's
1: there are so many ripples that this is going to have. Well, let's do. Let's I mean, say listen. what happened. Let's say here we go. Do you want me to say what happened? It's, I'll say it's what happened. Be, You say what happened because for me to say what happened, it's going to be tough to get these words out of my mouth.
0: Warner Brothers is dropping its entire 2021 slate onto HBO Max for the first full month of release. So it'll be in theaters and HBO Max for the month. Then after that first month, it will go to stay in theatrical and then it will go to the regular windows, which would be PVOD and the like. Every movie in 2021. So let's day, just day and date. That's the key. Day and date. Movie so,
1: comes out, it goes into theaters, but more importantly, it goes onto HBO Max that day. And that's where we assume most people will watch these. So Th- here's, This is insane.
0: Here's the murderer's row, just to give somebody, uh, people listening right now, while they try to get their jaws off the floor, listen to these titles. Okay, Denzel Washington's The Little Things, Judas and the Black Messiah, Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, Those Who Wish Me Dead, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, In the Heights, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. Reminiscence, Malignant, Dune, The Many Saints of Newark, King Richard, Cry Macho, and Mother Effin' Matrix Four. Matrix Four is gonna be day and date HBO Max.
1: And and also, I mean the previously announced Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four.
0: It was, exactly, but th- so that was the one that was supposed to be an outlier. That was the one that theatrical put out a release that said, you know, this is good. It's good for the consumer. We want to make sure the consumer is taken, uh, you know, taken care of. Now, AMC is pissed. Cinemark is pissed. They are freaking out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's over. It's over for these movie theater chains now, because. Warner Brothers has basically said you should expect to watch movies at home, giant movies. Not I mean, it is funny looking at that list. The one movie that I'm like it's comical that they even put it in there is is the Many Saints of Newark, the David Chase Sopranos prequel movie, which from the moment that was announced, that was always going to HBO. Yeah, I, I don't care what they were telling David Chase these last three years. That movie was never going to be in theaters. But, I mean, you look at that list. The big ones are Wonder Woman 84, of course. Dune. Suicide Squad. Godzilla. Matrix 4. Like, those five movies. You know, everything else on there. If you told me, you know, King Richard, the Will Smith biopic of the uh uh Venus and Serena Williams dad that's going to HBO. It's like, all right, fine, fine, fine. But like we're talking five giant budget blockbusters that are going to going straight to HBO. So if it's like what I said at Wonder Woman, if movie theaters aren't gonna have those movies exclusively, then movie theaters are finished.
0: Well here's so here's the thing Theatrical stocks are plummeting. AMC, Cinemark, these companies are... Their their stocks are plummeting because... They're nearing
1: a death spiral. Yes. Which is a phrase I've heard. And And it's a phrase I believe in.
0: And here's... They're doing... AMC and Cinemark, they can't help puff out their chests. Remember when AMC got tough with Universal and said, we're not going to show your movies? Cinemark's doing the same thing. Well, well, we'll go on a case-by-case basis whether we're going to have... That's like a fruit stand saying, well, we'll take it on a, a case-by-case basis whether we take your bananas or not, whether we right. take your apples or not. You're a right. fucking fruit stand. You yep. need fruit. If yep. you can't get fruit, you don't have a fruit stand. You have an empty fucking stall. So yep. enough with this shit. Don't puff out your chest because you ain't got shit to back it up with.
1: No. And, and and that is, it's embarrassing to still see these movie theater chains trying to act tough and have their CEOs go out there and pretend, you know, yeah, we won't show you a movie. At this point, they should be reduced to straight up begging. You know, when they do their deadline interviews or their press releases or, you know, their anonymous statements... It should be straight up, please, please, please don't let us die studios. Yes. Because that is that is what, listen, Warner Brothers, with this move they did, and we'll talk about why they did it, what the ramifications are, but just in terms of theatrical uh, ex- exhibition, in terms of these uh, companies that own movie theaters, this was Warner Brothers saying, just rot. I want to watch you die. That is what Warner Brothers said, which is amazing because Warner Brothers seemed like they were the studio that was going to try and help theaters. They're the ones who put Tenet out there. And I guess that backfired so much that it just left such a bad taste in their mouth. This this is the one of the
0: most schizophrenic flip-flops of a company. They yes. felt like the old world holding on to... A bygone era. hmm And then in a few months, they are pushing so far forward that everybody's head is spinning. Yes. Like, I was—I'm still—I still think Wonder Woman 1984 as a isolated thing is good, doesn't kill theatrical. Well, that's, that's show, over now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Listen, what I'm saying yeah. is that I, I was pro that move. Right. This, I'm still trying to come to grips with it. I'm still trying to understand what this means and what this will mean. And here's a question for you. Okay. Putting aside theatrical and the fact that this could put a nail in its coffin, Mm -hmm. is this a good business move by... Warner Brothers and HBO Max because there was an interview in Deadline with Mm -hmm. the CEO of, what, HBO Max, the old Hulu guy? Well,
1: he's the CEO of Warner Media. Warner Media, right. So I would assume that both, you know, the studio, the Warner Brothers studio, as well as HBO Max, all report up to him. You know, he's he's, he's pulling all the puppet strings for now. I mean, Jason's Kyler, let's see if he's in that job in a year, you know, probably not.
0: He is not giving any sort of, and I know you can't give a lot, any real indication as to how this will financially work out for them. Right. Other than they need subscribers and they're looking for a big subscriber bump, which is what we've been talking about, and we're... BO boys, which we talk about box office, we're not businessmen necessarily. So you would think his acumen would be more, I know this ancillary and I can get this and this and this. And none of that stuff was brought up. It was the mm-hmm. most basic thing where it was, we want people to have these. We think COVID is still going to be a going concern in 2021. And I agree with him. I agree with him because everybody's acting like this vaccine is going to change the world back to the way it was. And that is not going to happen, my friend. That is it's false a- Listen- hope.
1: It's not gonna be a light switch, but the to to say that there won't be any difference next year, I think is also extreme in the other way like it it is wild to me that these companies are it, it's strange to me that they're making this move now when you're you're getting closer to things getting uh uh to be at least a better spot for theatrical business but Pat, you know where where. We- we're on the way to like a summer where things should be better for showing and selling movies in a movie theater. Not that obviously it's going to be like it was a year ago, but it's it's odd to make this big switch now as opposed to even like a few months ago.
0: But Pat, real quick and I don't want to get political. Yeah, we don't want to here. get
1: into a vaccine talk, obviously. Yeah, we're not well, the we're not the vaccine boys, we're not the uh, lab boys.
0: All I'm going to say because mm-hmm. this pertains to business is that right. we always talk about on this show, is that the real ad money is aimed at the Stacks, the Earth Dogs, the Plain Billies, right? Right. Who are the people that aren't gonna take this vaccine? That's all I'm gonna say, because the thing is, is that New York and LA, which is not open, and will not open until, it will not open until the last second to keep these numbers down. Mm-hmm. Those are where you, people just go to the movies every weekend, or every other weekend, because they don't need advertising to know what's out. They're listening mm-hmm. to us. They're they're reading the the whatever the new Village Voice is online. You know the equivalent to that. Right. They know what's going on. This ad money is going towards people who are do du- are dubious about this vaccine. I'm not going to say anything else about it, but that is making a difference. Warner Media understands that that the bulk of the people they're aiming their advertising at when they're putting major advertising behind these movies which is that what they said they're planning to do are those people okay so that is the difference this this New York LA idea of like they do think it's going to be a light switch but it's not going to be a light switch throughout the whole country this is this is not over
1: and i don't want to no, depress no, anybody by not. saying this but well, well well let's 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 just go back to what they think this how they think this will help them you know how warner media thinks this will help them I mean, in in a pure profit versus loss sense or, you know, uh, 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 how much you spend versus how much you make, there's no way to make sense of what they're doing next year. Because the amount of money that you spend to make Matrix, Wonder Woman, Dune, Suicide Squad, Godzilla versus Kong, there aren't enough subscribers on Earth to subscribe to HBO Max to give you the revenue you need to cover how much those cost. You know, movies like that make a profit because people are spending $20 a person to go see them in theaters. You know, so next year, they're going to have spent an insane amount of money to get whatever subscriber bump they get out of it, which also I still am... Wary on how big that bump is going to be. And it's going to be so interesting to see if they dump a billion dollars worth of movies, you know, movies that combined could have made several billion dollars in theaters, if that only adds to a couple million subscribers.
0: I think this is a move to go for Netflix's throat.
1: This is, this I is mean, a move, this is a move to grab onto Netflix's like, waistband. You ain't getting near their no, throat next year.
0: Listen, here's here's what I want to say, and this is going to be controversial, okay? Okay. Yes, Netflix has movies from well-known directors and stars, right? So you got Adam Clooney, doing his, Clooney doing his movie, Adam Sandler. Now Apatow is going to Netflix, right? But here's the difference between mm. the movies that are going to be on HBO and the movies that go on Netflix, how many of the people who are doing Netflix films can open a film in theaters anymore? Okay? I was thinking about this. I was on a run today. Okay. You got a healthy mind body.
1: Who spirit, who, spirit you leave alone,
0: who cares? Spirit, I mean, I I gotta work on this body and mind thing before the spirit even comes into the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Who is a filmmaker? that is currently only on Netflix, that is a going concern at the theater? I would say zero of them. None of them. Scorsese can't open a movie in theaters. Baumbach, we love Baumbach, but he's an indie guy. He doesn't open movies in theaters. Okay? Fincher, yeah, but he's maybe the only one. Because otherwise, Sandler was tanking at the box office. He knew when to get out. And I'm not denigrating these people. Apatow, he... You put King of Staten Island out in the theater; that thing tanks. He called drive-ins to say, "Don't show my movie because I don't want people to see the box office of this thing." He was desperate.
1: So Netflix. Yeah. I mean, Apatow's a disaster. We know that.
0: Netflix has artists that are either niche or past their sell-by date. When you look at these these films that are coming out, Dune. That's a guy that's at the height of his powers
1: right well no it's not a guy i mean the thing is look at all these hbo max movies that they're putting on uh uh you know their slate next year none of this is about directors or stars who could open a movie it's just all ip yeah. so yes warner brothers has ip they have suicide squad they have dune they have matrix it's not about like whether scorsese or sandler are as big of a star as you know Dennis Delaneuve, like, he's also not worth shit in terms of box office. Uh, it's I just mean, Warner Brothers has the DC properties. They own the Godzilla Kong rights. They own, you know, so, so, I mean, I think Netflix is a company, unlike all these legacy, you know, Warner Brothers Disney, Netflix doesn't have IP because Netflix didn't exist for the last hundred years. Well, that's the thing. Um, This
0: is going to be an IP battle and Netflix is going to lose that battle because what they do is, we've talked about this with their TV stuff, you know, uh, they're only as good as the stuff that they can get from other networks.
1: Yeah, but they're also, at this point, you know what Netflix's IP is? It's Netflix. It's the fact that so many people have subscribed to Netflix in the last 10, 15 years The fact that to a younger generation, television is Netflix. It's Netflix and chill. That's their IP. You know, so that is where I think Warner Brothers is misinterpreting what their property is. They have premium property that people would have paid premium prices to see. If they're trying to get into a streaming fight with Netflix, Netflix is going to say, yeah, we don't need to have dune on here because we'll drop um the kissing booth too and a hundred million people will watch it because that's what they expect out of netflix
0: i i doubt i doubt that this generation the young millennials the gen z have any sort of loyalty towards a brand I don't think Netflix necessarily uh, has Netflix and loyalty. chill,
1: dude. Netflix and chill. Who says Netflix, Netflix and, chill? and chill? Dude, that's old Netflix millennials. Netflix and chill. Gen Z Netflix. doesn't
0: say Netflix and chill. They'll they say whatever, they... whatever, boomer. Okay, boomer. You say Netflix
1: and chill. Dude, that was like five fucking years ago. They're still saying it. They're doing it. They don't even have to say it. They look at each other and they know that's the next move is a Netflix and chill. Netflix is yeah. Q-tips. Netflix is Xerox. Netflix is... All right.
0: When's the last time a
1: kid used a Q-tip? They use Q-tips all the time. You don't know what they do. When, you don't listen, know what no, they do. No one knows anyone's Q-tip usage. That's such a uh, a, a private uh, act. I don't know what you're doing with a Q-tip. So, I, I still got... Listen, I feel like we're, though, on the same page. Because do you think that HBO... I mean, I'm sorry, Warner putting all of these movies that again even with theaters not being what they were going to be next year these are still massively valuable properties are they going to get that anywhere near the return that they need in terms of subscribers who are going to subscribe because all of these movies are there i don't i don't think i think they're also misinterpreting like the way people use streaming because you know what? Netflix doesn't have Dune, but Netflix had, you know, 10 hours of that Joe Exotic show and that's what people watched. You know, and and is two hours of Dune going to even give them the same return as that? Even though Dune will have cost them $400 million and Joe Exotic probably was like, you got that guy on camera for a sandwich and a and a, and a warm mattress?
0: I do agree that the audience for junk is higher. There's a higher amount of of audience for junk TV than there is for quality stuff. Right. Because Netflix does pepper in the these Oscar films and all this stuff, but most of their stuff is junk, pure
1: yes. trash. I think and, they pepper in the quality stuff just because it makes them feel good. You know, like having a, a marriage story get a bunch of Oscar nom nom noms is not even necessarily about subscribers. It's just about like, yeah, we want to hang out with Noah Bomback. well, and Greta Gerwig. The Netflix
0: guy is an old indie. He he was a '90s indie film guy. He he was he made all these. Uh, he was doing all this stuff with these indie filmmakers in the '90s. So he comes from that background,
1: right? So I don't think the prestige movies are what move subs. And I think that's why this Warner Brothers dumping all their movies on HBO Max. We'll see. I mean, it's definitely going to have a big bump. You know, there's if if they put all these movies on there and they only gain like three million subscribers, then it's a, you know, then it's firing squad time.
0: This guy. Yeah, this guy's out. I mean, oh, yeah, we don't want to know what happens to this guy.
1: No, it's French Revolution, you know, public square for Jason Kyler. If this doesn't work out,
0: I mean, this guy's gone. This guy's gone halfway through 2021 anyway. I'm I'm predicting, yeah, because that's just how the cookie crumbles. But here's here's my here's my fear. We're just talking about like Warner. If we're talking about IP in general, Warner Brothers to film goers, or at least you know the people that we talk to. Warner mm-hmm. Brothers is an IP in the sense that they're a they're a artist first company, right? They have mm-hmm. their their relationship with Todd Phillips, you know, your boyfriend way back, Todd Phillips. They have yeah, a Bob relation a relationship with Bradley Cooper. They have a relationship, mm-hmm. or they did, with Ben Affleck. They still have mm-hmm. a relationship with him, but it's ro- it's on the rocks.
1: He's just got a yeah. He's just got to uh, fix a few things, but I'm sure they love him.
0: But Clint
1: Clint Eastwood. Clint's- it, yes.
0: it is a company that is known to do well i mean nolan and no we're not we're not thinking about nolan
1: well, the one who fucked it all up
0: the one who fucked it all i mean this is we can blame him but let's not beat that like again we just give me another dead horse to beat because fucking i'm this thing is mush this thing doesn't even exist this horse you can't even tell this is a horse anymore yeah. it's just it's just mush with a fucking tail
1: yeah so, jason kyler might replace christopher nolan and tenet as our new dead horse to beat
0: Oh, thank God. I just really, we really need one. So I'm glad that he's there for that. But it's going to make people turn their back on them because you think Clint wants his last movie to go to HBO Max day and date? Right. Do you think Bradley Cooper? I mean, Bradley Cooper is set up at Netflix now, so that's an interesting thing. But like Todd Phillips had a billion dollar... Billion-dollar baby Joker at Warner Brothers. Do you think he wants to do a movie that goes to HBO Max day and date when he made them a billion dollars? I mean, look at
1: Suicide Squad going to HBO Max. Now, I am going to assume that Joker is in Suicide Squad too in some way. We talked about last year how Joker has become the number one, maybe aside from Leo, it's Leo or Joker number 1 box office star in the world and Warner Media is saying let's take joker let's take the biggest box office draw there is and let's put him on streaming. I well, mean to me that is lunacy. Fair fair, fair though
0: cuz we also said that that the Jared Leto Joker which will be in the Suicide Squad is the palate cleanser Joker. So, it makes sense get your Get your lame Joker out on HBO Max, and then if theaters rebound, you can have your Joaquin Phoenix Joker or whoever is the next Timothy Chalamet Joker or right. um, who was the gentleman that that said he wanted to do it? The the guy from oh gosh, he's such a great actor. From and I'm he, sorry
1: to bother you. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield.
0: Yes, he said he wants to be Joker. Boom, right. that's a Joker you want to see in theaters
1: if if Warner Brothers
0: ever puts movies out in theaters again. But here's where I'm going to here's where I'm going to blow this is going to make people nuts. Mhm. Theatrical dug its own grave. What has theatrical done in the last 20 to 15 years to make that experience better? What has it done? What has it innovated? Don't tell me a cushier seat. Don't tell it me access seat. to beer. Don't tell me access to beer because guess what? I got both of those things at home. I got a better cushier seat. I got a seat that I only sit in. I got better beers. What
1: are well, you giving me? And also, we me? we've all brought beer into the theater this whole time, so it's not like we didn't have access to beer in a movie theater. Everyone was hitting up a Dwayne Reed, getting their beer, putting it in a pocket. So we've
0: all brought in. Uh, full meals of Boston Boston, uh, market. And when they ask us what that is, we just say we're really fat. Right. Everybody does that. Yeah. I'm saying theatrical, drop the ball. They're asking for money for an old model. When people say they're a legacy format, they are a legacy format. Okay? So you cannot, especially, we're talking about millennials, Gen Z, they don't care if you've been around for... A hundred years. They don't care if it's business as usual. They want something different. And theatrical is not giving them what they want. It's obvious they're not giving them what they want. So it's theatrical's theatrical's fault as well that this is happening.
1: Well, I mean, I think it is also, you know, it is the the, whether this was going to happen to some degree in the next five years. I mean, the pandemic totally screwed them in a way that they just weren't allowed to operate and people can't sit next to each other well the other um, thing
0: is that why aren't they greasing palms with cuomo in them and them and because cuomo is a guy who's saying don't sit in a theater it'll kill you but why aren't they out there greasing palms why aren't they i out don't there they're advocating dead. for people being able to sit in a theater when people are going
1: to restaurants and bars and tattoo parlors these these movie theater companies what are they they got nothing to grease palms with all they got to grease your palm with is popcorn butter they don't got money to grow. They're all in debt. AMC is in debt. Regal. They're all. They're all completely fucked. So here is my theory. I have a theory. Of, I love it. Uh, I love a theory. And, and I think, mark this down. I tweeted it out today so that it's there's a public record of it. But I also public recorded here. Well, I let's think, go to the
0: Library of Congress. Your, Congress, your tweets. Do you know that? Yeah, I'm the not allowed is,
1: to delete them. It's they're too important. It would be they're a in the crime Library of Congress. I, Yep. All tweets are going there. Oh, that's, that's true. I'm glad. Okay. Um. So here's my theory of what's happening. Is that, and I've talked about this a little bit before, but now it seems very clear. Warner Brothers, all these studios, I think they are at the point where they're no longer trying to save the theatrical exhibitors. They are trying to speed along their demise speed along their bankruptcy speed along the point at which amc regal cinemark all these companies are basically selling their real estate selling their business selling their theaters for pennies on the dollar and you know who's going to be there to buy up those theaters buy up those chains disney universal comcast warner brothers Maybe Sony, Netflix, Amazon. I think you're going to see because the law has changed. It used to yes. be a law where you could not control the production and the distribution of movies. So if you were a movie studio, you were not allowed to own uh, a movie theater, Um, which is the opposite of how Hollywood started. It started with they did own theaters and they produced the movies. And that law has been phased out. I think it fully goes out of play in the next year. And I think at that point, what you're going to see is AMC goes out of business. Regal goes out of business. And the studios buy those theaters and they just distribute everything themselves. I think that is a slam doink of what's going to happen in the next two years.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? That's that's. That's what happens when there's too many middlemen, when there's too yeah. much to deal with. Why go through these exhibitors? Why go through AMC, Cinemark, Regal, all these guys? Why, why the headache? It's too much of a headache for something that it's not benefiting us as the consumer. Right. Right. And right. that's what we're forgetting. Like, we're the B.O. boys. We talk about the business. But this, when, when just without anything else, mm-hmm. this is a boon for consumers. This
1: streaming war is a boon for us. I think it's a boon that is going to be a bust for consumers in the next few years because the price of your subscriptions cannot stay what they are with these studios spending what they're spending to make this product and then all of their other revenue streams disappearing. So I mean, listen, I'm going to enjoy it next year. I'm going to watch Christmas Day, Wonder Woman 84 on HBO Max. I'm going to watch Dune, all those. And I'm paying, what am I paying? 15 bucks, 16 bucks for HBO Max. I ain't going to be paying that low amount in two years. That's for sure. So everyone enjoy it now because if streaming is going to become the main revenue source that keeps these studios being able to produce giant movies, you ain't getting those for 10 to $15 a month. That's when, when those streamers start becoming $30 a month uh, uh, costs, Or else they're but, not going to be able to make giant movies.
0: Price should increase with value, right? Don't you believe that? Price should increase with value. So the more people value something, the more they should pay for it. That's... Not a weird model to go by.
1: No, it's not. It's not a weird model. But but what I'm saying is, next year we're all going to think we're getting this incredible value, and we're going to pretend it's going to be like that forever, and it ain't.
0: But the thing is, is like, just enjoy next year and see what happens. If there's, we want these wars because as consumers, it's good when there are people fighting for our dollars. That's when, when, when we succeed and we need to have that because these theaters are charging 25 bucks for what? What's the experience? Yeah. What's the experience I mean, but, at a theater?
1: But what are you going to get? Felated? You know, I mean, to a, at a point you're going to a movie theater to watch a movie.
0: Yeah, but it's not the optimal. We love to go and a lot of people love to go, but you wouldn't say that's the optimal way to watch every movie. It's the optimal way to, to watch some movies, like what? Fast 9. That, the optimal way to watch that movie is watching it with, it's like going to church. If you're sitting by yourself at home, it ain't church. I know God's right. everywhere. We won't get into that because we can't talk. We're not talking politics, not talking religion. But no,
1: we're not the we're not the the God boys.
0: You know, you that didn't work when I was a kid. When it was like, well, God's everywhere, so I'm not going to church. That didn't work. Church is the place. So right. F9, when you go see that, it's church. Everybody is psyched. Everybody's quiet. Everybody's doing thing. Babies are crying, but they even shut up when the Vin Diesel when he does his speeches and stuff. They know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. They know. The spirit is is in them. But other movies, you're sitting there, people are talking, they're munching, they're on their laptops, they're doing whatever. It's not optimal. Right? No. So that's the thing. It's like, it should be a boutique experience. It should be for only specific
1: movies. Right. Well, I mean, listen, I'm the person who a long time ago was, and I am all for shortening the window, I, of course, think that it's crazy that a movie comes out in theaters and then you can't buy it at home or subscribe to a streamer that has it at home for, you know, three, four, six months afterwards. I, of course, think movie comes out and then it's available at home in a very short window. But what Warner Brothers is doing next year is basically setting this up in a way where it's it's crazy to go see this in a theater when all you have to do is subscribe and watch it at home they're basically they're cutting off any theatrical revenue that anyone would get and again i think part of this plan is they're putting movie theater chains out of business so they could buy them on pennies on the dollar in a couple of years which i i don't think that's a bad outcome for everything is for the studios to own the theaters and they'd have a lot more control than over maximizing the revenue that they get out of putting a movie out. You know, it goes in a Warner Brothers theater or you could watch it on HBO Max a week later. You know, I, I think that makes sense. It just, it's it's, I think that's where we're going. I think if you're AMC, you're puffing your chest out, you are about to get massacred. Is
0: it worth the loss of revenue now, for Mm -hmm. these companies, in order to be able to, like you said, purchase the theaters and then make so much money that way? Right. Not having to cut anybody in. Like that's what I'm saying. Is like if you're if you're a newspaper, you know, if you own the printing press then you're not paying anybody anything except for, you know, this is all internal money. So, like, it's like that. It's like, wouldn't you rather own the printing press than have to pay somebody else? So, Mm -hmm. like, taking this loss now is gonna, you know, his head's on the chopping block anyway. His head's gone. But they, at the end of the day, five years from now, theatrical might be in a way better place. The prices might be more affordable because there's all these there's all these streams paying for our, my experience at the theater. Right. I mean, I think the people staying home a- are paying for me to go to the theater in right. a way in that scenario,
1: or, right? Or or you know, you're going to be able to see bundles where I'm paying a Warner Media subscription every month and that gets me HBO Max and it gets me you know, entry into Warner Brothers movie theaters and it gets me, you know, a free doll at the Warner Brothers, you know, souvenir store. But yeah. I, I think I think if if the studios own the theater chains and they all have their streamers, you're going to just by nature see those prices be bundled, you know, yeah, or, or deals or whatever. Yeah, I get that, but you're also running the risk of, you know, like what I said about Wonder Woman, now it's on a mass scale where people just don't perceive value for these movies. Where now these movies, things that cost $300 million, like Dune, like uh, Matrix 4, and to them... It's the same thing as The Kissing Booth 2. It's the same thing as Joe Exotic. It's the same thing as um, the McDonald's scam documentary series. You know, all of these are just media that I just watch on my TV. And so when you try and sell people Matrix 5... As a theater-only experience in a couple of years, people are not going to pay twenty bucks to see it.
0: But you know, it—it's—but it's then again, to it might every, not matter. It's happening to every form of media. This, the, you know, this was what happened to the music industry twenty years ago. Right. Twenty years ago, there was they're trying to sell us twenty dollars CDs, and everybody said no. And the the record companies didn't jump on streaming or, you know, downloads fast enough, and they got their lunch eaten and now music is background it's it's background it's not culture I mean there's one there's a few artists that are culturally significant but other than that it, it's not blockbusters anymore and, and yeah. that's where everything's going so like it's inevitable that the movie theaters, and films themselves are going to suffer that fatigue. It, it was going to happen. It's just, yes, COVID exacerbated it. And yeah, does it suck that movies are now going to be the same as when you go on Netflix and you watch Big Mouth and there's no difference for people where they'll watch that chess show and then they'll also watch Mank? So right. it, And it's no different. It's just one's shorter. One's one big, long episode and the other one is eight episodes. That's right. where we are. So they have to get on top of it. And if and if Warner can get on top of it, then bully for them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, to me, though, you're going to possibly see a, a change where when you make all of these properties and all of these uh, 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 products feel like they're on the same level, then... It becomes what is the incentive or the reason to make something at the level of a Marvel movie or, you know, a big budget theatrical movie. When in the end, you might get just as many subscribers to see Joe Exotic.
0: But HBO.
1: Here's something for a question for us. What will this mean for what box office means going forward? Is, I mean, is the the bloom off the rose in terms of just box office and movie stars, you know, is is there going to be a difference in three years between Joe Exotic and Bradley Cooper and Leo?
0: I mean, that's a that's a that's a great question, Uh, because wasn't but wasn't Scorsese and Leo wasn't their next movie set up at Apple Plus?
1: It was going to be like a Netflix model where the movie comes out for a month and then it goes on Apple Plus. Yeah, but, so... But that that's the thing that is so weird about this HBO Max is you're not getting that initial weekend or two of box office. There's no incentive for people to go see something in a movie theater anymore.
0: Uh, I mean, to, to answer your question, it's going to change it irrevocably. I can't speak. Raw feed. Yeah, it's a seismic change. I should have just went with seismic.
1: Yeah, that's a shorter word, less syllables.
0: I, you know, I went for it. Listen, you gotta take big swings, and that's what HBO mm-hmm. Max is doing. But yeah, I think, I think it's gonna change. What like, Adam Sandler is, I think, right now, nearly as big of a star as he's ever been.
1: Mm-hmm. But he got in early. But he- for
0: a guy who hasn't opened a movie in theaters since, what was what was the um that video game movie, Pixels. Right. But he's probably as big as he was when we were younger.
1: Yeah. Although part of that, part of that, and it's mainly because the the Netflix movies have all been so highly watched, but part of that with Sandler is still having Uncut Gems come out in theaters and be such a critical hit and also being a box office hit, you know, not a, a not a hundred million dollar Mega hit, but a movie that at that budget made like 50 million dollars. It's still box office kept him a star. Being in a movie theater was a big part of why Adam Sandler was so elevated again last year. I don't know. And if Uh, that's going to go away, everyone mixes together. You know, Adam Sandler having a hit movie in theaters that, that broke through to the public consciousness is something that made, you know, because he did feel like a bigger star last year because of Uncut Gems, you know, and if all movie stars exist on the same plane as Joe Exotic, then is Joe Exotic a movie star?
0: Well, no, I mean, the the term, God, I mean, we could go into a whole, we should just have a whole episode about movie stars because I have movie star rules. And and those rules, we we differ on them. We fight about this all the time.
1: So let's 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 tease that out that we will have a full episode on how this affects the what movie stars are. We won't we won't go into that here. Well we can only theorize coming.
0: because again and here's the other thing there's no I mean is this a contract with HBO Max subscribers at this point that all these movies are going to come out uh in that window because there's got to be some language in this where it's, it's subject to change. I mean, I think... Of course. You know, if if the pie-in-the-sky uh, way everybody thinks that this uh, pandemic's going to end actually comes to be, then, yeah, by next summer, they're going to be kicking themselves that they yep. have to open things on HBO Max.
1: Right. But that right. ain't going
0: to happen. I'm sorry, that ain't going to happen. It's just
1: not. It's just fucking not. But it could. It's It won't. It, it just might. won't. Sure, but it might happen also.
0: But also, I think it probably won't. And by probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean definitely
1: won't. Right, right. No, I agree, except there's a very high chance that it will. So I kind of. That. I
0: think we're on the same page, only I would give it a 0% chance.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I would say things will be 100% back to normal by June 1st.
0: And I, I would say that nothing will ever be the same.
1: Okay. So I don't think we're so far apart on this. No, 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 no. I don't think so either. I think we're basically there. Um, no, but I, I agree that there is got to be a, 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 a... Listen, they flip-flopped on everything. So to say that all of these movies are definitely going to open up day and date on HBO and um, theaters the way they said it will today is... Okay, sure. Who knows? Who knows? Because, yeah. again, if Wonder Woman 84 and those first few movies come out day and date on HBO and the subscriber bump is not that big, they are going to backtrack on this shit. They're going to they're going to put Kyler out in the town square. They're going to move and then they are going to start backtracking and putting stuff back in theaters only.
0: Well, real quick, can we talk about the stupidest part of this whole rollout?
1: Uh, uh, sure.
0: What is and it? And I th- think you know what I'm going to say is the these movies are only going to be on HBO Max for 30 days, then stay in theatrical, then roll out to PBOD. Ugh, it's that so is, dumb. That is so dumb. Why would you take... Away something. If you want subscribers, they're going to want access to Suicide Squad forever as long yes. as they're paying their $15. That is boneheaded. I don't get that. That makes no sense because the idea of building a catalog is that it's there.
1: Yep. And Netflix that is has the a catalog
0: thing. that is there. Yep. Yep. And that yep. is, I think, boneheaded. And if they change, that's the main thing they need to change in order to really bump up that subscriber count. And I know it's like, well, we're always going to have a new movie, so you're not going to – no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I ever watch Suicide Squad again. I want to know I can watch Suicide Squad again. Right. It's the thought. It's not the act.
1: And I think the way they're looking at it is that slate was, I think, like 13 or 15 movies, so or maybe it was more. Maybe it was like 16 or something. So they are basically looking at it like, hey, every three to four weeks, there is a new movie that replaces the last movie. But that is not how people look at it. And also, these are not all equal. So when you take away Suicide Squad and then you give me The Many Saints of Newark as the new one, that is going to cause a fucking uproar that is going to be a banging down the doors of warner media what have you done and they're going to say no no it's fine suicide squad is off but now you have the many saints of newark it's going to be a pr disaster it's going to be a property damage disaster they're they are just asking for trouble with that
0: well i do think though to be honest those, that 30-day window probably will not be for Tom and Jerry, Many Saints of Newark. Like, I think those, like we said, were actually going to go to uh, HBO Max no matter what. No, so no, they might I know that. I- exempt. they might be exempt from that 30-day window.
1: No, but the, the uproar is going to be when you take away Suicide Squad, when you take away Dune. Because, yeah. oh, the plan is every month there's something different. And so Dune's gone But here's Tom and Jerry. Like, yeah, I agree that you take away Many Saints of Newark. Most people will say, oh, I didn't know it was there. Fine. But you take away uh, Matrix 4. People are going to flip their shit. And they're going to cancel. And they're going to say, this is why I'm a Netflix boy. I'm a Netflix girl. I'm a Netflix person," person. Because... Netflix doesn't take things away from me. HBO Max takes things from me. I don't like HBO Max. You're basically inviting, every 30 days, a giant Twitter shitstorm where everyone is saying HBO Max is a bunch of dicks.
0: A bag of dicks.
1: No, they're going to say a bunch of dicks. Because you you don't want to... uh, People try not to use bags as much anymore. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, so I, I I agree. It's so dumb. I mean, listen, God knows the legal wranglings they had to go through to even be allowed to do this. You know, that could also be the thing because all of these movies were produced in certain ways where I'm sure different stars had contracts where they thought it was coming out theatrically. Oh, and yeah. they've all got points, you know, they've all got back end. So maybe Warner Brothers has to put a show on to pretend we're trying to maximize the box office to get you your points. You know, the same way that uh, movie theaters have their employees make a show of cleaning during the pandemic. You know, these, these studios have to make a show of trying to get their stars their back end. So I think there's a lot going on there. I also think this is not well thought out. It is a a uh, 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 a move that came out of nowhere, and I don't think they fully grasp what they should be doing right now.
0: Why didn't they start out by saying they were going to dump their for- first quarter movies this way and see what happens? O- only do it for the first quarter of the year. Only do it for one and see what happens.
1: Right. Do it until June. You know, do the first six months of the year, even, and, and, and maybe throw out one other giant movie and, and just put out your, your King Richard and all that stuff on HBO Max because they're Godzilla too.
0: They are now married to this dropping all of their slates. I mean, this is going to be one uh, of the longest Hollywood marriages ever, mm-hmm. you know, person or idea where what? you can't why why marry this why marry this idea when you could date it
1: exactly see it on the move side move
0: in with it for a, mm. a quarter and see what yeah. happens
1: yeah yeah it's it's i i'm it's a, listen it's a, a home run swing it's so interesting that you were the guy who was so for the Wonder Woman eighty-four experiment, and that was looked at as a home run swing. You know, that was looked at as something that we thought could never happen. You thought could happen. And it would be a home run swing, and now that is a that in comparison looks like a a a, a, a bunt or a fart. It's you it's know, a pick, de- pick it looks one.
0: downright conservative.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, Disney, I mean, Disney is going forth with, they're going to put Cruella on Disney Plus. You know, Pinocchio's going on there, all those things. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. So go back and listen. We won't go over that again. But, you know, Disney's playing their part. But this, I mean, this says Disney, what's your play? Warner now wants it now. Like, Disney has to play Warner's game, or maybe it won't. We'll see. No,
1: Disney is playing their game. Disney is ahead. Disney doesn't need to play Warner Brothers game. In fact, Disney, what they could do now is they could say, yeah, Warner Brothers studio movies, those are TV movies. Those are movies that are for streamers. Disney could say, but when we put something in a movie theater, that is something you pay $20 a piece for because Disney theatrical movies are worth it. Black Widow is worth it. The Jungle I, Cruise is worth it.
0: I just want to warn you that you you keep saying that IP, uh, it's going to devalue these IPs. You got to remember, IPs devalue themselves. Most IPs do not last forever. Most IPs do not stay relevant for more than 10 years. If you can get an IP to be relevant for 10 years... That's amazing. That's why Disney... Disney... I mean, sorry.
1: Joker. Marvel. Yeah, Joker. That,
0: that, no, that's why Joker is is the most... It's, it's like critically acclaimed plus financially vibrant. It is the IP of all IPs. Yes. So that's yes. something you do want to protect. You want to protect Joker because it's the biggest star you got in in the medium that you're working in. But other than that, man these superhero movies and I'm telling you you think I'm full of shit and you think oh, this and that Marvel's losing it. Marvel is on the downswing. You it's know so and I crazy know it. It you isn't. just d- dude dude Endgame was the end. And the, the returns are not going to be big on these next movies. I'm telling you dude, I'm telling you. And that's I, Peace, die. It had a great run. Dude, 10 years is a insane run for any sort of genre of movie. But but it's not those IPs were always going to lose value. And you have to realize that. You need to get but, the value out of it that you can. And now with Warner. But you don't and HBO kill Max, it off.
1: You don't kill it off before at its at its height. No, but it's not at its height. It's not at its height. The End last movie was it its height. Did. Okay, and, it was the last movie. I mean the, the Black Widow, if if it was normal times, would have made a shitload of money last summer.
0: It, it would have made Ant Man money, which is great, but it ain't. It, but it ain't Black Panther money, and it ain't Avengers money. They don't have anything coming up. I don't want to get this. Is let's not talk about Marvel right now because that's a yeah whole yeah. Other thing. Because
1: you, your your concept of Marvel is totally insane.
0: No, because I'm looking to the future and I understand IPs don't last. We'll do, forever. A,
1: Mar- we'll do a Marvel episode, but. Yeah, I mean this Dude, if, it's if absurd, you had your, it's absurd.
0: If, if people thought this way, like you thought they'd still be maligning the fact that westerns don't make money anymore. Westerns were huge, huge IPs. Every movie was a western back in the day. Now okay, it's if, so hard if, to get a western made that doesn't have some sort of cool gimmick.
1: And if and if they if people thought your way, then you would have been like Oh Star Wars, we got to stop making those. Empire Strikes Back was the the height of it. We can't make these anymore.
0: No, that's not See, that's crazy. You have to understand. Though. You have
1: to you have to squeeze Listen. We're talking about if you're telling me again, if you're telling me that Marvel right now is only a streaming property It is not something that you could make boatloads of money with in theaters. Then that's
0: not what I'm saying. I'm saying you can leverage. You're saying
1: put them all on on streaming that they don't have movie theater value anymore.
0: No, that nothing does. You can use this moment to shore up your streaming empire by using the last juices from this marvel. But again,
1: last juices is absurd to say last juices. Dude, There's Black so Widow's many juices. last juice. It's Eternals not last is juice. juice. Spider Man is still coming out. You have Black Panther movies coming out. Spider Man Strange Sony. has come out. They're all Marvel, whatever. It's it's all Marvel stuff that is. It, you, it's absurd to say last juices. Last juices. You last juices. I'm so telling you, Marvel juices, is so on its last
0: juices.
1: Oh, my God. This is purely a a taste thing where you just don't like a movie and you're letting it seep into the B.O. side of your brain.
0: This is prognosticating. This is what we do. It's prognosticating
1: for you based on taste. No. And you're letting it affect business. Just because I don't— You're letting it affect numbers.
0: Just because I don't like the taste of the juice doesn't mean I don't know the amount of the juice, okay? All right. let's,
1: Let's get off of this topic. Because it's anything else that we want to say specifically about what Warner Media did today.
0: I, I'm as confused as everybody else. I'm, I'm shocked as a person who was not shocked about Wonder Woman 1984. I am shocked by this. I think it is short sighted. I think if they had an actual plan, I'd be down for this more. But I don't think they have an actual plan in place for how this looks. I don't like the 30-day thing. I think if it drops there, it should stay there. So I'm dubious about this. I think it's, it, like you said, it's good for the consumer in the short term. That's pretty much how I think right now is like, this is going to be really cool next year for me as a consumer, as a B.O. boy. I mean, yeah, it changes this show for
1: sure. Yeah, I mean... Uh, we're coming up on an hour. I think that's something we need to maybe do an entire episode on is what is the future of box office? What is the future of how we measure success? You know, I think that's forever changed because you look at these movies next year. We're going to be looking at, Oh, Dune came out and it made $6 million opening weekend. How does that compare to when uh, uh suicide squad came out and made, Five million dollars you know it's 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 i don't i don't know what box office means in that world
0: we certainly won't be able to use it as a yardstick for success the way it's always been used yeah there's going to be yeah. different streams like not to go back to a, a metaphor but it's you know there's going to be a lot more streams it's not one river
1: yeah all right well we'll we'll talk about that but i i think in terms of today We've pretty much covered as much as you can, I mean, like you said a m c is furious, uh but they're they're puffing their chests out, but their their chests are broken and seeping blood. it's over for these movie theater chains
0: yeah they they should be putting out like you said press press releases that say it hurts, it hurts right stop, right. help, help, we would at least yes. maybe give them have them have some sympathy for them,
1: yes. Yeah, I mean, at this point, instead of trying to uh, fight back against the studios, AMC Regal, they should be starting like kickstarters, Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I made a video about what it, what it, my business would be like putting movies out in movie theaters.
0: Yeah, I mean. Oh, my gosh. I would not like to be in the theater business right now.
1: No, no. Um, I guess if you're on the popcorn business, you really go hard at your supermarket sales because those might go up. But your your two theater sales have got to be in the toilet. You know, if you're the company that that manufactures those like uh, butter dispensers, you got to be sweating right now. Hopefully you also manufacture like, warheads or guns or something, too.
0: Well, what does is, what is Goobers do? What is the company that makes Goobers going to do? Ugh. People don't buy Goobers in the grocery store. The only time they buy Goobers in the grocery store is when they buy Goobers to take into a theater because it's mm-hmm. cheaper. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to just buy Goobers and take them to your house. That's That's insane. That's an insane God. person.
1: They've got to push that angle, though. They've got to be like theater at home, have Goobers on hand, Put them in the fridge. I don't know. What do you even, how do you, do you keep a goober in the fridge or you just keep it out?
0: I think you got to keep it. I think you got to keep it on a really high shelf. Yeah. I think it needs altitude.
1: God. Or it implodes.
0: Yeah. But we talked about this. And again, we don't want to go much longer, but we talked about this, that these theaters need to just turn into delivery food services, candy delivery services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you say, I'm going to watch Wonder Woman 1984. I want to order theater candy. And then you get yeah. an usher who drives over and gives you theater candy and freshly popped popcorn. That's what they need to do. Yeah. Because because that's where they make their money anyway. They don't need those films anymore. If they can make money with all the concessions that they have, if they can become a DoorDash situation, mm-hmm. then that's how theaters are going to stay in business.
1: Yeah. And then I guess just rent the space out to like, you know, AA meetings and, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, um, Sex Addicts Anonymous, things like right. that.
1: Right, right, right. Um, or just, yeah, or sex parties, whatever, you know, double sell to the same group. Um, yeah. And I, I I think my theory is going to be the big thing that comes out of this, that in a couple of years... It's going to be the studios just all own their own movie theaters and you go see a movie in a Warner Brothers theater or you could watch it at home on HBO Max. And it's all part of your like Warner Brothers, you know, pro pass that you subscribe to.
0: And I'll give you this because. Which might not be that bad. No. And we're talking about prognosticating. Mm -hmm. This studios buying theaters idea. You've been banging this drum for since we started this podcast. Yep. Before the law was changed, before COVID, before all this, Pat Stango saw the future. Yep. And that's why we do this podcast. I I I said Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max. You said no? That happened. You're talking about these these companies buying these theaters? That's probably going to happen. That's why we're the BO boys.
1: Yep. Yep, and that's why there's two of us, because one person couldn't be, come up with this many correct ideas.
0: Absolutely not. So, Pat, man, I we're probably going to get a flood of emails, because was your phone just blowing up today?
1: Yep, it was buzzing.
0: My phone was buzzing. I mean, you probably can hear it during the podcast, still buzzing. It was still buzzing. So where can they find us?
1: Email us. At the Podcast at gmail.com, let us know what you think this means for theatrical, what this means for uh, these the streaming wars. Let us know what you think this means for the companies that manufacture the nozzles that dispense the liquid butter at the movie theaters. Do they have other revenue streams? Do they also manufacture? Uh, heavy artillery things that people are still buying in mass quantities. If you know the answer to that, email us at the Bo Boys Podcast at gmail dot com.
0: And Patreon, we're not, you know, give your money to theaters, Indiegogos, and their and their GoFundmes, and the various things that they're going to be doing to try and stay in business. Give the money there
1: mm-hmm.
0: because mm-hmm. we don't need it. We'll always be Bo Boys, no matter what that means. Mm-hmm. So give money to them. And then also, you know, if you're looking for a, a, a place to hang out and just de-stress, why don't you go over to our, our boy, Jake Fogelness, Patreon? Now, I Pat, mean, you that's, spend a lot of time over there, right?
1: Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time over Jake Fogelness' Patreon recently. And, I, I mean, I listen, I'm loving it over there. It's just such a fun, cool safe place to be right now and and the safety is what i'm really uh into because you know the the world is a a weird place i mean obviously today's news about warner brothers dumping their slate uh on hbo max was unnerving and jake fogleness's patreon is a place where i could go and i never feel unnerved there So no matter what's happening in the world, I know I could go to Jake Fulganess' Patreon and get really cool content. I could go there and I could get Squirt TV episodes. I could get clips from Squirt TV. I could get behind-the-scenes anecdotes, commentaries on Squirt TV. And it just relaxes me. It relaxes me to be there, to see... And hear about how Jake Fultonest had the state on Squirt TV back in the 90s. How he had all of these really cool 90s downtown icons come Kim to his room. Yeah. In his bedroom. In Jake Fulton's bedroom. And Jake Fulton's Patreon is the place where you could learn about that. You could be in a community that is excited about this cool content, is excited about how safe it is there, is excited about how much fun is going on. And it just, in these times when anything can happen, when, you know, Matrix 4 can end up on HBO Max day and date and forego its theatrical box office, you could go to Jake Foglinas' Patreon and just shut that door and don't think about it, and so and I'm I'm loving it. I'm really just enjoying all the time that I'm spending there.
0: And is your wife a fan? Does she ever hang out there with you? Or
1: I mean, listen, we we have things that we each enjoy, and so she has things that she enjoys. I'm sure, you know. I I, I don't keep tabs on everything she's doing, so no, she's not. Uh, in Jake Follioness's patreon with me, but she knows that that is a place that I need to be, that I need to spend time in right now. She I- I'm sure understands that, you know, and she's got other things to do. She doesn't need me with her all the time. You know, we we, we find time together. It's, we find time, but right now I need to spend this time. At Jake Fogelness's Patreon. And I'm I'm sure my wife is okay with it. Okay. So you need it. This is something you need. Yeah. I mean, it's something... Um, I think a want and a need are so flexible. Because it, it definitely... It started out as I wanted a place to go. I wanted a, uh, a sense of community. I wanted to find fun, interesting, cool content. And... The more I wanted it, and then when I found it at Jake Fulginas' Patreon, I, uh, you know, now I I need it. I need it.
0: Great. Well, yeah, so go over there and, you know, uh, give—I'm not going to say give, but, like, give them some money. Be part of it. Be part of of it. Be part of it. I always forget what I'm supposed to say. Be part of it.
1: Yeah, there's nothing you're supposed to say. It's the uh, I mean the 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 truth of it is is just, you know, come come hang out with us.
0: Well, you told me to say you told me not to say give cuz that seems like it's a charity and he's not a charity No. Case. No. That's no, what no, you no, said no. to far me.
1: Far from it. Yeah, far from it.
0: So, so what is it be there, go there, um
1: join us, join us jo- at Jake Volgenus's Patreon.
0: Great. Great. Well, Pat, we're going to stay on this story. We're going to be on this. God, it's, I mean, I don't even know what to say. We're going to be back on Tuesday, and (laughs) who knows what's going to happen between now and then. So we might even have to jump on the mics sooner than that. This is ever-evolving. But until next time, we'll We'll smell smell
1: you. you. At at the the box box office, office. nailed.